This evening or today, this morning, I just want to encourage all of us with a very, very familiar passage, a very common passage to all of us. That is about the great commission of our Lord Jesus Christ that we find in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. So I would like to entitle this great commission as um, the four tenses of the Great Commission. The four tenses of the Great Commission. Now, when we read verse 18 of Matthew chapter 28, we find that Jesus said, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. When we look at that, when we look at the ministry of the early Christians, as we read in the book of Acts, they ministered in the name of Jesus. They depended on, the, on his power and on his guidance. They preached, they performed miracles, they healed the sick. All they did on the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, when we go down in verses nine, in, uh, 19 and 20, uh, we find some interesting words of action we find some interesting words of action uh, that are to be done by the believers or by the disciples or by the apostles the first word that we find here is the word go or let me call in this way the first tense that we find in verse 19 is go Actually, the word go is not the main verb in this passage. As we read in the Greek New Testament, actually the Greek, the main verb or the main action or the main imperative or the main command that we find is the word make disciples or teach the nations. That is the main verb that we find in these two verses. But in, in our English Bible, it is translated, it is go, go is also in imperative mood. So it says here in verse 19, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. That's what we find in verse 19. As I've said, this word go is not imperative in the, in the Greek New Testament, in the Greek text. But in our English version, we use the word go as imperative or a command. So now, this, this action, uh, I mean, the actual word, this word go is, as I've said, not the main verb or not the main, uh, yeah, the main, uh, the main action in this verse. But this action is also very, very important as we preach. The, as we preach and as we teach the nation, as we make disciples, as we, uh, we, as we teach to the nations. As I've said, in our English Bible, it is not used as imperative. I mean, it is used as imperative or a command, though not in a Greek. Oftentimes, we can preach without going. But most of the times, our action, our going is very, very much necessary, very much important. Now, 
in case if you are going to preach, if you are going to teach, if you are going to tell about Jesus Christ, about the gospel of Christ to your neighborhood, to your friends, to the people in the town, to the people in the cities, to the people in your districts, the people in your states, the people in your countries, even in international, you need to make a movement. We need to make a movement. We need to go. That means the movement or the goal is required. The goal is required to preach to the nation, to make disciples to the nation, to teach the nation, to make disciples. That is why this word, the first tense, as I've said, the first word, go, is also very, very important in our Christian evangelical ministry. That's what I want to tell the first thing. And the second thing that we find is teach the nations. Teach all nations, it says in KJV. If you read in another version, it says make disciples of all nations. Make disciples. In fact, the Greek word mateteusate. Mateteusate is the verb which is in Aries imperative. Aries imperative, which simply means Make disciples or disciple. Let me say, disciple the nations or disciple others. That's what we find. The Greek mateteusate is an Aries Greek active imperative. I mean, Aries active imperative. And this is the main verb in these two verses, in in this passage. The main verb in this passage, in these two verses. If we translate this Greek word, as I've said before, it is disciple or make disciples. Disciple or make disciples. So we are all disciples now, let's say. We are all followers of Jesus Christ. We are more than being just converts or being just Christians. We are more than just Christians. We are just very closely attached with the Lord Jesus Christ, with our master. We learn from him. We do everything. We learn everything from him. We live with him. We follow him. And as he taught his 12 disciples to be soul winners, we too learn that we have to be likewise. We have to be likewise able to make disciples, able to, able to, able to make uh, others uh, disciples, other disciples as we go. Now, our great responsibility as Christians, as believers, as disciples is to go and teach the nation or to make disciples or to let the gospel the gospel known to the to others to the perverse generation to the unbelieving people making disciples is not only the works of an evangelist it is not only the works of the pastor it is not only the works of the missionaries it is the works of all of us as believers as disciples of the lord jesus christ it is our mandatory duty. It is our mandatory duty. It is our responsibility. 
No Christian is less work given. No Christian is less works given. As far as evangelistic work is concerned, we all have equal burden. We all have equal work for this. In doing this, if we all do the same work, I think the church will grow faster than this. The church will grow faster than this. We will see many people coming to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what I'm thinking. The church will grow. And as we make disciples, it is also told unto us that we baptize those who have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ and accepted him. So the third tense that I want to talk about is baptizing. Baptizing. It says here, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. As we go and make disciples, we are also to baptize those who believed on the Lord and accepted him in the Trinitarian name of God, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. This verse also proves that baptism can be performed only after believing and accepting the Lord Jesus Christ. Before accepting the Lord Jesus Christ, before believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, it is not applicable to baptize a person. So that is also the work of the believer, the, 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 the Christian. And the fourth tense that we find is teaching the new believers, teaching the new believers or discipling the new believers. In verse 20, we find teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. That's what, that's what I find. Now, in the Kezevi, it used the word teach all nations in verse 19. And here in verse 20, also teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. The, the, the two word teaching, teaching is found. Now, in the first teaching, in the first tense that we've, I, I mean, in the second tense that we talk about teaching or making disciples, that teaching is letting others know the gospel of Christ. In this, in this uh, verse 20, we find teaching is after being accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal savior, it is our duty to teach them, to disciple them, or to lead them in the right way, in the two, I mean, in the right way, in biblical way. It is our duty. It is the duty of the Christian. It is the duty of believers to lead them, to guide them, to teach them about the word of God. That is the duty. So we cannot lack this, 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 this work. As we go and preach, we are also to baptize them upon the confession of their faith in Christ Jesus. Then our ministry of discipleship begins. Our ministry of discipleship begins. We are to train the young believers as the apostles did. The apostles also did too. So I have seen people reversing to their former faith due to lack of discipleship. Now, 
I have a story. Let me tell you. A missionary worked in a place where the animistic people live in one of the northeastern states of India. He converted them to Christianity. He was with them. But after a while, after some time, he had to leave the place and there is no one to take care of the believers. Due to the lack of visitation and due to lack of discipleship, many of them turned back to their former faith. So, discipleship, teaching the new believers, the young believers is so important. So important. So, our work of discipleship to new believers is very, very important. We need to lead them. We need to guide them. We need to teach them the word of God. The word of God. That will lead their future to be also victorious in their Christian journey. So as we have discussed, the four tenses of the Great Commission. The first we talk about making disciples or letting others uh, letting the gospel of known, I mean, letting others know the gospel of Christ. And the second thing that we talk about is, uh, the first thing that we talk about is go. I mean, we have to go and then teach and then baptize and then again teach about the word of God to the young and the new believers. So may God bless us to this uh, very short encouragement. Let me have a word of prayer. Gracious Lord, our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this blessed time the Lord has given to us. Lord, we are thankful to you for this blessed time the Lord has granted to each one of us. We thank you for your goodness, your kindness, your faithfulness. Lord, we love you because you love us so much, oh God. We thank you for all you have done in our lives. Thank you for the clothing. Thank you for the shelter. Thank you for the food. Thank you for the breath that, Lord, we breathe. Thank you for the smile that we have. Thank you for the talk that, Lord, we can, we can speak, we can talk. Lord, you are so gracious. You are so wonderful, O oh God. We thank you for even gathering us together here in this evening, today, to pray unto you for the gospel's advance. Thank you for preserving your people. Thank you for the people who initiated this prayer call. May you continue to preserve them. May you continue to work with them. The Lord, this work will continue to go farther and farther to which many people will come to believe in the Lord Jesus in the Lord Jesus and accept him and also Lord I pray that may you continue to walk into our hearts and minds as we go and teach the nations about you about your love about your grace I pray that Lord may you help us and also Lord Give us 
the power, the authority. And also, Lord, use our lives that, Lord, we be effective and fruitful in our ministry. We commit ourselves, our lives, and even this are into your loving care. All these things we ask and pray in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.